and Ben still like the go-to guys for? Uh, yeah, we're good over there. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's basically it's the same structure as it was. Mm. Um, when I, it's so funny that you're still in the Slack. It's like all the business <laughs> stuff that goes on, all yeah. of the terrible shit talking. It just is like there's six people who don't work for Comedy Party anymore that still just get to see everything. <laughs> I I don't have Slack on my new phone. And so I think somebody told me I'm still in the comedy party slack, and I'm like, damn, I, w- I should download it just to get back in. Because it's, it's, it can be very the, fun. The dumb fucking shit that went on there was, yeah, a, was a good time. It's a, it's a, it's a good hang. Mm. There's the crunch. Thank God. That's what we want. Here are we, we go. Are we on? Yeah, we're on. Oh, I'll get one in, too. Here we go. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's oh, that is nice really crunch, good, man. man. I know. It's like... The sourdough, when I saw it, that was the... You can bring it up to you closer if you want to. Um, the sourdough, because it was toasted. Sourdough is already kind of hard. Yeah. So for a toasted sandwich, it's not my immediate go-to. I'm pretty much strictly a roll guy. Are you? Ties a roll, man. Mm. From, you know, just every sandwich from New York that it's you true. get comes on that kind of roll that's a good point i like the breakfast sandwich on a roll is a new york thing top tier top tier it's the best you you you're suspicious of it at first because i'm from here obviously in island brooklyn and they always assume you want it on a roll but like here you'd get it on a bagel that's what mm-hmm. pe- people would assume breakfast sandwich is bagel yeah here when you get they usually be like what kind of bagel you want it on but yeah. in new york you just say mm-hmm. Bacon, whatever you want. Yes. And then you have to specify outside of that. What's what's your breakfast sandwich order? Oh, it's not. It's just bacon, egg, and cheese. It's so lame. It's not anything interesting, dude. That's, it's the it's the classic. Yeah. Then mm. you can't you can't come you can't compete with that. I know that on a on a New York deli roll from a bodega, top tier. Top tier. Better I, than the Philly cheese steak. Better than crab cakes. It is the I think it's the best. Re, like city cultural like food you it's, know it's iconic this city is this food it's the bacon it's, egg and it's cheese. pretty iconic it's funny because like people do i mean everyone it's you're, you I, you want to talk iconic food with new york bacon egg and cheese is up there mm-hmm. it's like assumed people think new york is it, it's iconic for pizza and the pizza is great but to me, I feel like falafel is more unique to New York. Really? Not falafel, halal food specifically. Oh, like street, yeah, street, yeah, like yeah. street meat type yeah. stuff. Street meat is totally Brooklyn. I mean, pizza you can get other places. Like you can get really good, despite what New Yorkers fucking think. You can get good pizza other places, and it's good. But like halal carts on every corner is a distinct New York thing. Like that, you yeah. unless it's a city I haven't been to yet, you really don't see that every corner. Else. Yeah, and then. You also get the hot dog stands competing mm. with the halal cart. Sometimes it's both yeah. <laughs> combined. Yeah, it's like combined. The, the Taco Bell mm. KFC combo of New I, York City. I don't know if uh, if um, uh, Kayim's National Hebrew Kayim National or uh, halal, but they seem to go together pretty good. <laughs> they decided to blend them. I mean, that's what New York City is all about. How long have you been in New York now, man? Been a couple two, years. Two years, yeah. I moved yeah. April 2021. Oh, by the way, welcome to dinner. Oh, at your, thank you. Yeah, this is how it always fucking happens. Welcome thanks to for dinner at your place, <laughs> Jeff Madoff. Hi. Oh, a dude, great friend, a uh, from Boston, has moved to New York. We kind of we've swapped. I I was in New York and then moved here. 
and then you right. were here, and then we cross. You know, we're, you, we're a nice yeah, little Venn diagram. You rubbed off on me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I haven't. I, I haven't lived in the city yet, but it is where mm. I'm. You know, I'm do from we an do, hour do we north. say on the podcast what you made? Like, do we oh tell no. People? Yeah, we do. Yeah. So what? Okay. What did you have me make before we get? Well, back? so I had you. I actually don't even remember the name of it, but. Uh, you remembered it perfectly when you messaged it to me. I know. I, I did a bunch phone. of Googling. So this is a sandwich because you asked me what's like a iconic food from my childhood. Yep. And I wasn't going to like tell you to make like fruit by the foot. <laughs> and this is the first thing that came to mind. It's a sandwich from Friendly's. <laughs> I mean, really, I, what I ate as a kid was like garbage and I wouldn't munch it. But as far as food, this is a sandwich from Friendly's, which was a chain restaurant that I don't know if it still exists. The was, Honey Barbecue Super Melt Sandwich. That's right. The Honey Barbecue Super Melt Sandwich with french fries. And uh, it is pretty fucking good. I, good was, I was not a Friendly's kid. Did they have Friendly's where you were? I, they, yeah. Okay. Because I, I thought I was starting to think it might friendlies. have been New England. Okay. I think it was mostly New England, but I also... I, I remember there being you know Friendly's around, and it just yeah. was never the... Like, oh, we're going out. Let's go to Friendly's. Or like, we are out. Mm-hmm. We need something quick. It's Friendly's. Like, I have great memories of going to Burger King with my mom. Yeah, Burger King was high level. That was, was good. that's the one where it was like, holy shit. I'm, it's hard to beat a a, plast- a crown. Yeah. You get a crown like, every time you get food. I'm running errands with mom. It sucks that we have to go to ShopRite. But mm-hmm. like, we're going to Burger King after. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. going to get that strawberry milkshake that's not actually a milkshake. Food was the, uh, food was the bribe. Always, to get you dude. to behave well while you did like the laundry and whatever else you needed to get. It was like, <clears throat> don't worry, we'll get a toy and a meal. Fruit by the foot. I think I was between the two. Like if you're going to, you know, pair it up between that and Gushers, I was definitely more Gushers. Oh, I would yeah. be curious. Gushers were great. How to make a fruit pie. I might do that now just out of you curiosity. Could. You know, you can make, because like you can make a bunch of that stuff. Like Pop Tarts, people make Pop Tarts yeah, for real. So That's kind of easy, apparently. You, I don't know about easy, but you'd be people like do healthier it. about it for sure, too. You know? Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> like the icing that you get with the toaster strudel. Oh, dude, you want to hear it? <laughs> Speaking of, uh, so to combine two things, there's a, a rumored bodega somewhere in Brooklyn, I think around Red Hook, that makes a breakfast sandwich and the buns are. Uh, or a Wildberry Pop-Tarts. That's a really? rumor. Mm-hmm. I think it was on TikTok. I've never found it. And How I don't know if rumored? I find it, I will get it. I mean, just rumor that like somebody told, my friend who lives in Gowanus <laughs> told me that it's there. So rumor, it's a personal rumor to me, but it was on TikTok. Somewhere. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was like, did, how did they this run could be a- easily verified? I just have no actual backstory. For it's this like whatsoever. all those secret, you know, like there's that secret donut spot in uh, Fen, like right near Fenway or whatever. Oh really? And anytime that a business is like quote unquote secret or like you know like speakeasy type mm-hmm. deal or mm-hmm. like a rumored bodega, it's like how the fuck do they stay open? I know, dude. I know what you mean. <laughs> I went to the West Coast uh, last year. My sister lives in Oak. Oh, dude, so Oakland. many shops in like California like that. Keep dude, going. I, so I went to. Have you ever been to um, uh, what's the fast food In and Out Burger? Dude, I it's crazy enough. I've never been to an In and Out. Okay, like so, the couple times I've visited my mom out there, yeah, never I, have made it to an In and Out. It's fine. It's like good. Yeah. It's fine. It's but yeah. It's that food that people like. People here saying Dunkin' Donuts. That's like the Californians. Like In and Out Burger, they're all packed. Everyone I drove by was so packed, and I was like not gonna go, but my sister was like, "You have to go. You have to go," and I went, and I got. I think I got a burger, 
and fries. And like it was good. Animal was style. Fine. Well, no. So here's the thing. So I'm like, my sister calls me and she's like, so how'd you like in and out And I'm like, I don't know. It was like, okay. And she goes, oh, well, did you get animal style? And I'm like, what? What is what is animal style? She's like, no, they put like sauce and a bunch of stuff on it. And I'm like, that wasn't on the menu. And she's like, well, duh, it's on the secret menu. <laughs> I was like, the secret menu? How the fuck was I supposed to know about the secret menu? What the fuck? Yeah. I didn't hire a, P- a private investigator <laughs> on a- fucking animal style. I didn't think I had to like do a background check on an In-N-Out burger before I went to eat food there. What do you, and she like, but she was judgy about it. And like other Californians were like, dude, you didn't know about the secret. I'm like, it says secret in the name. <laughs> so that was the word. Like I was just like food gimmicks are fun. But when it's like something like that, it's like, why even just put it on the menu? Could you, is that all you could do? Was it just makes, put it, on the it menu? makes life so much. Cause it's not even like, it, it's just fries with the sauce. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the sauce. Like... It, it's like fine. It's good. I know why it's a secret because it's California and like it's so unhealthy. I'm like, you should never tell anybody you ate this. Like, this is so embarrassing. It's like sauces and I think fried onions. I don't even, it, it's good, but I'm like, I, yeah, this, for a land of people who tried to tell everyone all they eat is avocados, I know why this is on the DL. The, you know the, what I mean? The Dunkin' Donuts secret menu is a black coffee that comes with a Lucy Parlor. Yeah. <laughs> the Dunkin' Donuts secret menu is straight up ketamine. Like, let's be honest. It's, it's meth. It might be a little bit of, uh, of, oh God, fentanyl or something. I don't, that was oh, another God. thing that happened when I was in Oakland was, uh, I went to a bar and, uh. Every single drink you ordered came with a free fentanyl test. No, I was shit. like, didn't you make this drink? How do you not know if there's fentanyl in it? Wow, that's got to be terrifying. Like, it's, it's crazy. It, why it why drink? Just, it's not worth drinking a couple beers no. if I have to test it for fentanyl. No, not at all. It's like I, I think that they give it to you to test your drugs because that's something that's, that happens yeah. in Brooklyn too. And I was, was going like, to say that's probably it. They're it's like, so, it's so funny because it it's comes like, test your drink, wink, wink. Test your yeah, 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 right. In Brooklyn, they don't even wink, wink. They say straight up like test your drug, like <laughs> test your cocaine. That's, like it's they don't even act like it's not for that anymore, dude. Like the idea of having to do a science test and see if my drugs are okay drugs <laughs> like that i don't want to go through that yeah. have you ever done a strip like or been around somebody who has tested for fentanyl no because i i don't i have any i don't know how long it takes mm. but like i can't imagine wanting to do coke having that coke itch yeah and then being like hold on we have to wait 20 minutes i know right i that's think like wh- that's probably why there's so, so many true. ods i'm sure that's why because between your third and fourth lines you're not like all right but safety first yeah right when like, you're doing a bump off like a key with gangrene dude imagine too you get one bag you test it that bag's clean you mm. go through that bag it's three in the morning now and and you're you're, you're not, already cooked you're not you're not gonna remember to be like oh wait this is a new bag yeah for sure god damn and there's been a, there's been a couple comics too in in New York that have unfortunately passed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't think I know any, but I've heard. Yeah, it just I mean them. it's the same. It just goes around. Oh, it's, I might have known one, not personally, but like three people. It's crazy that coke is like coming back into the scene. No, like, it's so weird. No, it's weird when you. It's not 1987. No, really. I'm not like I'm not around anyone who does coke anymore. Yeah. Like I have not done it ever, but I've had friends who've been into it. But I haven't been around anyone who's done cocaine since fentanyl became a thing. Mm. So the rise of it 
I didn't really realize until I lived in Brooklyn how devastating it it really has become. I got to imagine it's like it like being in one of those kind of like epicenters mm. like Brooklyn and just seeing it every day kind of or just like being around it's, it. It's like, just yeah. every yeah, it's like the bar thing. Like it's got uh, so many different and there was a little while there where people were tweeting about it. Like mm. I forget what, but there were a lot of people and a lot of comics among other people being like there's fentanyl in the coke going around Brooklyn right now. Don't do it. Which is like wow! You just pu- crazy like you just have way. to police it yourself. Yeah, for sure. Like community guidelines for of sure. like, hey, maybe you do maybe code, the best thing fucking... that Twitter can be used for. The only time Twitter's <laughs> been helpful is like, don't use Coke. Do you remember Yik Yak? Were you ever Yik Yak? No. Yeah, oh, dude, it was basically like anonymous Twitter that was based <laughs> on your location. So like. It... Like imagine like your school basically once mm. you like got – dude, my school didn't have cell service A and then it finally – like once you could get onto the Wi-Fi, that's when it was like yeah, free yeah. reign. So like – Where did yeah, you go? I went to John Jay High School in Cross River. Oh, okay. Like about an hour north of where you are now. Oh, all right. <laughs> yes, Cross River. Yeah, yeah, I go there a lot. <laughs> That's where I get my bacon, egg, and cheese. I take the Amtrak up to Cross River. You, there's a dope deli up there called Cameron's. Oh, I know. That's my deli. <laughs> I, I take a, I, I take a seventy dollar Uber every morning. And, and now I, I know. <laughs> but there, are, like people who were in my area and then moved to the city, have had drunk nights of like, we're taking the midnight train to Cross River. We're getting someone to oh, pick really? us up. <laughs> we're going to Cameron's. That's commitment. That's that's real it's, faith. It's funny, dude. This sandwich, I'm surprised that it's not on the Cameron's menu called something. Something crazy. Yeah, like they. I've been basic. I was since I was home hanging mm-hmm. with my buddy, playing some golf uh, these past couple of days. Uh, I've been basically eating variations of this sandwich for like 36 hours. <laughs> yeah. Like they have uh, the home of the clucking Russian. Like that's their. You know, that's the. And I've made it. I've made the sandwich on the Instagram. It's super delicious, but. Literally, it's just bacon, chicken cutlet, monster cheese, Russian dressing. That's pretty good. It's great. It's pretty good. And that's their big like claim to fame. They fucking trademarked it. My buddy and I went to a, a different deli on the way to playing golf. They have the same sandwich up on the menu called the lawsuit because <laughs> they got they literally <laughs> got funny. sued over that's it. Funny. Yeah, that's um, clever. Yeah. So, fuck where uh, fentanyl. Shit. Do you do you uh, give people? Can I have a fentanyl test for the sandwich, or is that not allowed? It's definitely not allowed. Can you assure me it's... that there is no fentanyl in this chicken, Jeff? I I cannot okay. assure you. How do you think I? I mean, how do you think I make it so addictive? I feel like Star Market is probably <laughs> not probably... the best. No, I'm sure it's good. it is addictive. If you told me there was fentanyl in it, it's it's good. What is the? Uh, um, we were talking about friendlies, but like, did you ever go there for? Uh, Cause like in my school they had this thing where friendlies would give you these little like free ice cream cone vouchers. Did you ever get those? Cause they had these little, they were almost these little like hmm. tickets that you'd get. And I think parent, you know, parents would get them and give them to kids and they'd yeah. be like, like uh, it's like a party favor or like for Halloween you'd get one. You could go to friendlies and redeem it. And no. I remember you go and you'd give them it and get your free ice cream and it felt so good. It was like the first currency I ever used in my entire life. Did they hate you or were they like, oh, a king has arrived? <laughs> I think they were nice. I mean, the friendlies in where I'm from uh, sucked. It was mm. like bad. My aunts used to call it unfriendlies because they were oh. so bad. Like, <laughs> they really were. I, I, 
even as a kid, I remember like some moments with like my parents where I was like, a waiter is not supposed to like be coughing outside like with a cigarette in his mouth. Like just stuff that was, it was so low. For a nice, as nice a town I grew up in, the chain restaurants there were uh, were like the worst quality ones. Unfriendlies is like a pretty solid ant joke. It was a it's good a one. Good, it's a, that's a good. When I, it's a good punch. When I was seven, it hit. It it killed. Hey dude, twenty eight. So that just hit me pretty hard. <laughs> it was it was tough, and I think they would say it like in friendlies too. It was it was a gross time, but it was also like. There was such a charm to it. It, it it's like a knockoff Applebee's kind of. Yeah, that's what I mean, it feels like. Also, the you know the con the contrast of like how you said a nice area, and then you do get to go to like some crappy restaurant, like where the people are kind of shitty. It's a yeah. it's a memory. How you you know totally. you have your aunts being like, oh, we went to unfriendly, yes. and like you remember all like yeah, how the cigarette guy outside. I, like, I've had you make the sandwich, so clearly it clearly the food was still good. I. uh uh, we had a Bertucci's in Swampscott. Do you know what a Bertucci's is? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I like to call it Bertucky's. Bertucky's? Just because I think it's funny. Wow. I didn't, I've never heard that. It's you like, got the market cornered on that one, Danny. That's, yeah, it's it's dumb, but I just, every time I say, I just go, ooh, Bertucky's. Well, so, Bertucci's. Well, I'm. I, I'm I'm happy for you, <laughs> but now but now you're I, gonna pass one and be like, oh, fucking idiot. I will honestly. I, that's how my stupid ass brain works. Is that's gonna come up every time. Oh yeah, I didn't I didn't think it, it was called out. that. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. like a, a a conscious choice I made to piss off my then girlfriend. Well, like, it, it was <laughs> then girlfriend, so it works. Oh, well, <laughs> it wasn't we because of, then girl. Yeah, it wasn't because of the Bertuckies. Yeah, no. Imagine if it was. Like imagine <laughs> if, like in your guy's final fight, she threw it right in your face. <laughs> Dude, that would have been, like, it was one of those relationships where nothing specific happened. It was just time. Right. You know? See, what you didn't like, Danny, was that you yelled Bertuckies when you came. That was the problem. (laughs) It wasn't that when you said, it wasn't that you said it was when. I'm Bertuckying. Oh, no. And then you'd say Bertucky. (laughs) And then you'd be like, do you have a towel for this Tucky? Uh, She didn't like it. Danny, she didn't like it. I didn't want to tell you at the time, but she she confided in me once after. Sure. <laughs> um, oh yeah, oh yeah. Why did Bertucci? Bert, so Bertucci's. We had a Bertucci's in my hometown, and uh, stat- I worked at it. And statist like for a fact, it was the worst Bertucci's in existence. Like, how do you by, get the stats on that? Be, they told it because it was based on <laughs> sales. It was the profits. You, we knew. That it was of the entire chain, it was the worst. It made the worst profits of every single one. In a nice ass town, we made the worst profits for the entire franchise. <laughs> the bad news bears of Bertucci. Exactly, we were we were the uh, the average Joe's gym from dodgeball, it's like so good. just fucking blowing it. And they, I I wasn't a waiter, but I remember like they would like the managers would have to like sort of like press on the waiters to be like sell stuff like sell upsell the wines they're like upsell the wines you're selling like franzian bottles this is a bertucci like <laughs> they can't really use like skills to of sale they're waiters at like a chain restaurant you know what would i mean would you like this yellowtail to go with your microwave exactly. fettuccine and like how much can they say would you guys like another entree like <laughs> i mean every every restaurant makes money on the alcohol sales and i think that's why yeah. but it was like a it's a family restaurant like yeah, people I mean, aren't going there to like get that drunk with their kids you know See, what i mean that's that's part of the like applebee's has that appeal too mm. they have a bar you can go there and get shit house right which is like 
look like, hey, you want to go get drunk at the Applebee's? That's, that's a good kind, point. That's a fun that's sentence. A good that's point. a good night. Yeah, yeah. But nobody says that. For Bertucci's. No, hey, you want to go uh, get fucked up at Bertucci's? No, nobody's yeah, saying no one, that. Well, definitely no one's saying that. We did have, there was a bar, and it was like the saddest little bar you've ever seen. Oh, it was yeah. maybe like six chairs. It was really tough. Six chairs. Yeah. I mean, it was not like a well, and it was also one of those restaurants where like everyone on the wait staff had like a touch of scumbaggery to them. Is like, that, I think that's just the restaurant. That's just a restaurant. Right. You're right. A You're touch right. of scumbaggery. You're right. It's totally true. There was, uh, like, everyone was, like, fucking each other. and Oh, that's like, definitely the that restaurant. That was 100%. Is. Yeah. It was the thing. My friend used to work the takeout counter, and, uh, you know, if you come into Bertucci's, you, you get the rolls a lot, and it's just, yeah. like, a big thing of the rolls. And uh, you didn't have to ring that up, so he would just put them in the bag and then just give them to people, and if it was cash, he would just pocket the cash. <laughs> He would just pocket, like, literally he'd be selling them, like, like probably 12 to $18 worth of rolls. And if they didn't pay card, he would just take it. Because you could just go back and he would do it himself. You probably give it to wouldn't them. have been the worst franchise if he wasn't, po- like, imagine possibly, that, that very thin possibly. line of rolls. That, you guys that might have been, like, it. the third worst it or was, something. It was compounding interest of rolls, pretty gonna, much, yeah, like, over time. Over time, he just stole so many roles that it put you guys in last place it, it probably affected things significantly i'm not even joking like he probably made an extra like like the uh, four digits on his salary based on role theft that's so Dude. i mean it's so fucking funny it wouldn't, it's bad hey, but it's, it's really an authentic funny. italian restaurant someone stealing <laughs> from the business okay it's the most authentic part about the bertucci's you know, it certainly wasn't the, uh, the, the fucking spaghetti uh, carbonara <laughs> that was the most authentic. The pasta prima videra or whatever they called it, the wrong thing. How long did you work there for? Uh, it was it, so it was my first job, not my first job. I was a camp counselor, but it was my first like not Dude, local camp counselor. Job. Is such a such a good one. Great one. That's picking up a little bit. Oh, my bad. My no, bad. camp counselor is is the best. It's. That is a top tier teenager job for sure. Oh yeah, I was 15 and it was my local camp, which I used to go to. So when I got it, I was fucking thrilled. Uh, it was same story over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Summer camp. Uh, it was like eight to twelve every day, nine to twelve every day. You just like put on a blue t-shirt and like mess around with the kids the whole time, and you bribed. We bribed them with freeze pops if they ever acted up. But it, we just played like Mancala and like dodgeball. This is. I think we. Did you work at Lewisboro Day Camp? <laughs> I, I, no, no, no. Dude, I don't think so. I, but yes, at duck, the same duck, time. Duck Duck Splash. Duck Duck Splash. That yeah. sounds awesome. What oh, that? dude, that was huge. That was It's Duck Duck Goose, but okay. instead of goose, obviously, uh, you take a giant Gatorade cooler or water <laughs> bottle but like the the more the better yeah sure uh and then you you know you're on duck 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 and then you fucking dump the entire water on somebody splash oh that's fun and then then they chase around and then you, you know so it's it was amazing on the hot days where like you didn't have swim yeah, in the yeah, afternoon yeah. or whatever so you had to come up with something nice. to beat the heat yeah for sure duck duck splash shout out emily healy she was a cool shout cook. out Emily. That's right. I, I dumped a ton of water on her and she told me later that that was a core memory when we were catching up a couple years back. Nice. That seems like a good way as like a little kid to like uh, to get the person who you hate or the person who you secretly have a crush on. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Shout out Emily Healy. Oh, all right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I guess I was picking up on it right. Okay. You wanna, Wherever you, you are, Emily, Danny. 100% got that not right on the nose. If you don't mind someone who yells Bertucky in the middle of coitus, then hit message Danny. He'll make you a sandwich. Oh, dude. Yeah, those early days were good. Bertucci's was the second job I had, but I, I worked there for like senior year. And then it was one of those mm, jobs when I came back good. from college, you know, it was like mm-hmm. the summers and then like December break. Yeah. And then eventually they just hired someone to replace me and I didn't go back. What was the worst job you had? The worst job I've had? I haven't had any job that's like crazy bad. I did get fired after two weeks from another job, <laughs> which I really wanted to also in high school. It was the local ice cream shack, another food. Ooh, another great, dude, you've dude, had a couple of good. so bad. Yeah. That was like... A couple of classic gigs. I know, I know, and I fucked that one up. I got hired, and it was great. I wanted to work there so bad. Some other kids in my uh, grade worked there. It was like one of those, like, oh, some of the high school kids yeah, were there. Yeah. And it was like the local really good ice cream shack mm. that had, like, sandwiches and food. It was right on the beach, because I'm from, like, a beach town. So, like, it was a summer job into, like... Well, it was like a spring to late fall job, whatever. But uh, it was sick. Like, you'd go in... You'd make people like milkshakes, you'd get them ice cream. You could definitely sneak uh, bites. If if you made too much milkshake, you'd like keep it and drink it. I yourself. heard that that's the, that's the, the move perks for were amazing. everyone who works at an ice cream oh, shop. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oops, I made too much milkshake. Absolutely, I get some. It now. was the best. Yeah, it was like like a practice. They just expected it. Like the first time I went, one of the like for my training, one of the other kids like made me just a grilled cheese with bacon because you just could. He's like, yeah, yeah dude, it was fucking sweet. Um, but I only had it for two weeks because, because you uh, stole rolls. No, <laughs> because I stole. You were inspired. I love that I'm like, yeah, like I'm talking about like every food job and everyone steals food from the restaurants. <laughs> but I forget what happened. So the first thing that happened was I, someone came up and wanted change and, uh, I didn't know, I was still learning how to work the register and the manager was gone and uh, I didn't know how to uh, open the register otherwise. So what I did was I rang him up for a bottle of water and then just gave him change with that. And it fucked up the computer oh, system. The because it's like, oh, that, I sailed, yeah. sold something I didn't. Which you would think a bottle of water is not that bad. But like. 199 off Well, yeah, at the exactly. End of the day, exactly. Yeah. The second thing that happened was, you know, when you pay with like someone pays with a credit card, it prints out like the thing they have to sign and then like do some other stuff. Like what, you know, they sign it. Sign it you have yeah. to staple it. You have to save the receipts. There's one time again I didn't know how to open the register, so it happened, and uh, I just I put it in my pocket, and then we were just like like maybe half an hour later or whatever the manager came by. He's like, "Oh, where was that thing from that sale that where we had to like we couldn't open the?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, it's right here. I had it." And that like made them suspicious of me. They thought I was trying to like like they thought that that was somehow irresponsible that I just had was holding on to it like there instead of somewhere. That's insane. I know. I was like, what do you think I was going to like like steal his credit card information? Like I'm, take it I'm home and 16. I can't what do am credit I a Russian, card theft. Yeah, yeah, what am I a Russian hacker? Yeah, like I'm going to bring no it home. Fuck, that's dude in 2 weeks, but it seems like they just shouldn't have had you on the register yet. No, they shouldn't have. They were just bad managers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. At the time, I was 16 and I thought it was me. I was like, "Oh no, I just don't no, have to be an employee." A... I was panicking. And I didn't know what to do. I, I, I was supposed. To, they were like, "All right, you you stand here." And I, the people wanted me to do stuff. There's like a line of twenty people wanting food and ice cream, and they were just abandoning me. In hindsight, they were just like 
19 year old also shitty probably stoner managers yeah probably out out bad getting high yeah yeah it was just or fucking each other oh man yeah well unfortunately at that job I don't think that chick was getting fucked but I think if she was I'd have still I'd kept the job and gotten free frosties (laughs) and stuff for hopefully many more months but that was probably the worst like experience I had job wise because I was so it was just such a bummer getting fired from somewhere after two weeks I could see that like feeling shitty about that but also like like how we're talking about now looking back being a young adult you have to you have to see that that's just poor yeah, for sure. management like you you literally did not know the task that you were supposed to do absolutely and yeah. someone abandoned you during mm-hmm. the task it's not like you i'm assuming you didn't have like training no it, I, yeah. this was during training this yeah, was like exactly. the two weeks of training so it seems like they should have been there all the time while you're at the register being like hey hit this hit this hit that hit right, that right, right. like it's crazy to me that after two weeks they just cut ties because they're just gonna have to do the same shit with another 16 year old kid i yeah exactly maybe there was they were like oh shit we just shouldn't hire this dude (laughs) you know something did you yeah did you say something about us like a race of people that you're leaving out (laughs) jeff I also was making a lot of unsavory comments about the Jews to every customer (laughs) but they assured me that wasn't what was the reason why they told me that was fine (laughs) They, they, yeah, they loved that part about you. That part, they, yeah, they were like going that. forward. Put that under uh, special skills on your resume. The only reason I settled links too was because I couldn't figure out how to open the register. I was just mad. I was angry, you know. So I was letting it fly. But <laughs> I'm Jewish. I should know how to do everything. Yeah, exactly. With money. If there's anyone who knows, should open a register. <laughs> I also dropped into a Jew scent. I don't know if Jew <laughs> Jewish accent. That's a thing now. Jew scent. Jew scent. That just sounds like I smelled like a Jew, which I probably did. I probably also I, like gefilte fish. That was really. Was say, what, is, what is that brisket and <laughs> uh, lightly shaved potatoes and uh, ris- brisket and the fear of elimination? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Sweat. That's what it smells yeah. like. Like panic sweat. That's what the smell of juice Jew scent is. So you're back. Uh, hanging out too with a bunch of fam now you got to split time between new york i am You've been doing yes, a lot of like yes. you're in new york but also we are in boston right yes. now i am based in new york. i have my apartment is still in new york but i'm coming back uh family stuff's happening so i've just been coming back and spending a lot of time with family so How, is it because i asked i think i asked joe at a show when i caught up with him a little bit I was like, dude, I'm so sorry about family stuff. Uh, you know, is it like, you know, my shit, like, sure, sure. If it's any of that, like, yeah. you know, let me, and he was like, maybe no. it was, yeah. it was, it was you that I was texting to and you were like, yeah, it's not that exactly, but right. it's similar. And then I was like, okay. Oh, interesting. I, if I said it was similar, I was kind of talking out of my ass because it <laughs> <Okay>. wasn't like <laughs> a divorce. It's like medical stuff going oh, okay. on. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, yeah, me and my brother and my sister came home just to help out. Wait, there's a third? Oh yeah, we've got an old my so I've got an older sister who does not do stand-up comedy. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She cuz she lives in she's who I visited in Oakland. She you never would have met her though. Like it's, she doesn't I, There's yeah. yeah, okay. She doesn't do stand-up and she's not You like, might have around. even said before I when you said you were in Oakland, maybe you said I was I don't rem, like but just now in this moment of you being like, yeah, the, my sister is like the first time my brain has been like there's wait, a third one. Hold up. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Yeah, we. And she's uh, the oldest too. The oldest, yeah. Oh, I'm the middle you're child. You're the middle. Mm-hmm, and Joe's the youngest. No shit. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah. man. Okay, so she's you guys. Also, are- she's also the only woman, and she, uh, she, uh, 
claims that she's the only funny one in the family, which mm. I don't know how she figures that, but she likes to say it. Mm. Um, yeah, the three of us are home. We're just helping my mom out with some stuff for, you know, she's got, my mom has medical, a medical situation yeah. and we're just being around. It's not like anything like it's, it's just one of those, like people are getting older yeah. times. And so we're just here to like, as like a, a, a child of an aging parent, when medical stuff happens, you kind of just need to be like, almost just like a warm body. Mm. You know what I mean? You just sort of like come around and like, if someone needs to like bring boxes downstairs, you do that. Or if mm. someone needs to sure. like, you know, make a call to like whatever you do that. And it's, it's, it's kind of just a temporary thing, but it's definitely like, you know, we're just, you, you get used to it. It's, it's not too, uh, it's not like a, a crazy crisis. I don't want to make it seem like, it, but you know, but it's still, it's still, you know, in scary stuff regardless. Cause you do have to, it, if it's big enough that you have to split time, come back, help out all that stuff, you know, yeah, you yeah, don't have to down, yeah. like you don't have to, you don't have to downplay it, man. Yeah. I'm, but I, also I'm not telling you like worry, but like, you know, if you want to yeah. just talk like, you know, you I'm shitting have, my pants as we Yeah. Speak. You don't have to be like, no, bro. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm toxically masculine. I don't really acknowledge. <laughs> I'm a classic um, toxic masculine. The, the warm body thing, I totally feel like you might feel that way just based on the like amount of mundane errands or whatever that, you know, in your brain, it's like any like social worker, any, you know, person who works in this line of business of like, you know, helping elderly out, anyone could do this. But your mom doesn't want anyone to do it. Yes. She, you know, feels more comfortable. I can bet on it yes. with you guys being there, being the ones to move the shit around. Yes. She uh, she doesn't even really want us here, if I'm being honest with you. <laughs> uh, not to, again, I won't, I don't want to go like crazy in depth, but like the first, like I came home and my mom was actually, she was in Salem Hospital mm. and she had to go to Mass General and, uh, you know, she was like, you didn't have to come home for this. And I was like, mom, what the, yes, I did. Yeah. What do you, she's just like, so classically like one of those people who like to the last second would be like, like, this is not that situation, but like if, you know, if, knock on wood, my mom's, what's going to be on my mom's gravestone is probably just going to, going to be the text. You didn't have to come all the way out here <laughs> is probably what it's going to say. Like when you go to say, that's going to say, is she big on being is this the first time she's not really been in control of like the you know the nuclear family of like where people are helping her out instead, oh uh, instead yeah of, instead I of think... her being like let's go help people are now like no you need help yes mom. yes yes so she's the oldest uh oldest of six sisters mm. oh uh, what? oldest of six oldest of six sisters, sisters yeah from malden no and like, no no brothers in that clump no brothers Just six yeah. sisters yep six wow. sisters somehow uh, it seems improbable, but somehow Definitely. it worked out. Yeah. Mathematically, there's no, <laughs> I seems, would, there's yeah. no way. <laughs> and I guess my grandparents were playing the odds. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and they, my grandparents split when, when they were all kind of young. And so she was honestly kind of really? like, she kind of took care of the others a lot. So that was her whole life. And then she went right from that to uh, marrying my dad, who was the only person. They were the only people, they were only ever with each other. You know, they were like Aww, sweethearts yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so she went straight from, uh, being the oldest of six to being the, you know, living with her, her boyfriend, husband eventually, and then having three kids like pretty quick. Cause me and my siblings are four people apart. So she's just always been like the person doing stuff. Yeah. And 
she just likes it that way. Uh, I well, I don't know if she likes it or she, that's just how she does it. But yeah, this is definitely a transition period of because that is like to go back to the the older older parents warm body thing. That's the strange thing about I turned thirty one last year, so like that's the weird thing about like I feel like getting a little bit older as a, a someone's child is the moments when you uh kind of do become the decision maker or the like person yeah in control of a situation it's a it's a little bit of an interesting uh shift luckily i haven't had to be in that situation personally of being like the decision maker you know luckily that's but in the in the sense of literally leading you know i've talked to people before and you know my mom has tough eyes yeah so that's the thing that kind of like scares me of like you know when it is dark like gotta you know hold a hand and like it's just scary to see that person that was you know holding your hand helping you off curbs it's it's weird to kind of feel that switch it's natural of course but it in this moment of you know 28 turning 29 you turn 31 it it's weird to like literally see it and acknowledge it and be like wow time like this is changing yeah 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 i think it's uh it's certainly a trip um i think that you know you come home and you feel like an adult in your like small little home we're talking about this too like you go home and you feel like an adult in your small little hometown Mm. and that adjustment is hard in addition to the family dynamic because you're like you know, I'm walking past my like elementary school and there's still like a weird part of you that thinks like you should be going inside it for class. Yeah, dude, exactly. And you're like, no, if I did that, I would be arrested and sent to jail. <laughs> I can't walk into this building anymore. Oh, no. Mrs. O'Loughlin yeah, is not yeah. there anymore. She, An elementary she will not school, bail yeah, me out. <laughs> that's a, I, as a childless like uh, uh, sing. Well, not single. I'm not single. I have a girlfriend. But as a childless like unmarried man, yeah. like there really are like the a lot of places that you learn you really can't go anymore even if you're like sociologically allowed to go you like you can't go you just you can't that like imagine trying to like you know elementary school no shot but imagine trying to go back and visit your high school yeah for sure dude i went back i snuck onto my you know college campus when i was getting a tattoo last year it was like up the road or whatever so i just walked on campus and was looking around and like trying to just find you know some rooms just go back some places and like I, I didn't graduate that long ago. It's been a handful of years, right. but even in, it's been enough time that the faculty who was there was looking around like, what's your deal? You're not supposed to. Yeah. Be here. Yeah. They can tell <laughs> why they can tell there's something about you, man. Yeah. They're looking at you like, are you like trying to do a Jesse Pinkman and sell meth? Yeah. These no, kids no I'm literally just like, no, I was just hanging out in the word garden. I, I used dude, to like hanging out there my junior year. I, I hate going back to my college. Now, I, I mean, I had a good time in college, but that feels Weirdly yeah, more alienated. Like, hometown f- still feels I, like I belong there, just, like, in a different way. Mm. I go to college, and I'm like, dude, it's weird that I don't know anyone anymore. Because, you know, one or two years after you graduate, you're going back, you're crashing with younger friends, and, like, after a while, you're like, I, I there's just, I have no business here anymore. That's kind of the thing I never understood about being so connected to the college, is that the turnover is, it's yeah, too, yeah. like... You know, when you're like, oh, you were class of 2012, like I was <laughs> yeah. class of 06. It's like, that's still Who six cares? years. It's like, I, we didn't cross paths. Right, right, like, right. And then the weirdos <laughs> who are like, I was 84, times were different then. I know, it's so like, true. 
Well, you're like, well, then I we have nothing care, in common. You yeah, weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> when an alumni ever tried to talk to me from like the 80s, I'd be like, you, there's nothing for us to talk about. Dude, like, we're not a close, similar people. We, okay, let's talk about the cafe that you could illegally drink at that I couldn't because Liter- the drinking yeah, age dude, went up. Let's, dude, like, that's the only thing to talk about. St. Mike's used to be an all boys school. Mm. And then I, you know, some longtime alumnus that I was, somehow cross paths with that an event not even college related just literally it was in the wild it was like well you're saying mics and, and they were there the year that it became co-ed and the face that they made when they told me i was like i need to walk away from this conversation right Holy now shit, yeah <laughs> i wonder if there were pe- boys who were against it when it became co-ed mm, probably i bet you there were yeah i, I bet. bet you there were guys who were like no, we can't let women in. It's for just for the boys. This I, is a fellas school. Completely would think that for whether it was unsure closeted reasons or like boys club reasons, there was a ton of people. Who like, were, the, yeah. <laughs> why can't we let women into the school? Uh, number one, they're gross. <laughs> they have cooties. Yeah, uh, we'll all get. Yeah, we'll all get the girl flu. Yeah, yeah, gross because they'll distract us from our studies. <laughs> Damn, I can't imagine being ant like I, I could be. I wouldn't would be the exact opposite. I'd be like, dude, the girl should have been in the school yesterday. That's what, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, it would. It was so crazy to think like going to an all even like all girls school or all all boys school. Yeah, like yeah, obviously things are gonna go poorly if you throw a bunch of teenagers together. Or, you know, but right, right. The, the, the let them swim. Yeah. Them how do you out. want it to go? What? Then they graduate and then it's, and yeah, you know, yeah. Un- I, unless it's like a religious monastery, which I understand why they would do it. Not that I think they should necessarily, yeah. but that like at least makes sense. But like a school, like I forget which one it was like Mount Holt. There's one in Amherst. My sister went to Amherst and there's an all girls school around there. And I just remember being like, High school, I get a college is weird. I mean, I went to school next to uh, Worcester WPI, yeah, which is not all boys, but the ratio is like eighty twenty, so it's close. It's basically, all that's boys. what's tough when it's an all boys school, yeah. but not not officially. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. That's that's <laughs> yeah. when it sucks. When he's like, "This isn't an all boys school, but there's no pussy." Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like it's even worse. It's an all boys school. <laughs> Like this is the the there's a vol cell school. This is the incel school. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, you look around. You're like, I have the wrong tr- like hobbies. This is not. <laughs> this is, I picked the wrong career path. For sure. Being an engineer. Oh, not no. not the decision. <laughs> I'm gonna build myself a wife because there's no other women in my class. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. Ratio, R, you said Worcester RPI, ratio pussy insignificant. Uh, WPI, yeah. <laughs> They're doing equations. They didn't do the one equation that mattered. 80% or something crazy. Oh, my God. So um, you were yeah. in, uh, you told me a little bit ago you, uh, you were in Canada, right? For some shows? Dude, yeah. I went to Canada in November. Uh, I did... A show in Toronto, which is sick. I loved. I love Toronto. Yeah, I've never Toronto's been to Toronto. What's dude? As a foodie, you should go. It's like an under. It's such a good. Food that's why. City. I, that's why I was curious. Would you have like? Oh, I, I've fantastic. been to Montreal and had poutine. You know, yeah, like a, a classic. You know, I've but. actually never been to Montreal. But the thing about Toronto is, I don't know. It's funny because the first I've been there like a few times, yeah. and I don't know what my first thought of the city was. I probably had no thoughts, <laughs> but it is so 
diverse. It is like really? yes, it is wildly diverse. Uh, it's got like a massive Asian population. Mm. I think it has the biggest Chinatown in the United States, or the, it's not, not the United North America. America. Yeah, North America. Yeah. Uh, I knew what you meant. Don't worry. I might be if it's not the biggest. I think it's one of the top four or five. They have like two Korea towns, wow. a North Korean town and a South Korean, which is hilarious. That is not like a not like a southern not like a North Korean town. Like it's North Korea. It's like there's a northern South Korean town it's and then Kore- also a southern Korean town's yeah. big enough yeah, Korea to town, justify yeah. exactly meeting yeah. geographic. No, there's not one where it's like they love Kim Jong Un <laughs> and don't let anyone. It's they're like the Hasidic Jews of Koreans. They just only that's you not come how to that North works. Korea town. You don't leave. <laughs> it's not. They have like a whole giant section of it, and uh, it's awesome. I mean, I went there actually for a uh, a Jewish show because there's also a big Jewish population. Wow. And yeah, I went there for the Jewish Comedy Festival, which is not an actual festival. It's like how they brand it. But I did a show in the uh, the Prosserman Jewish Community Center, which was no like a three hundred and fifty. Yeah, for a bunch of old Jews. So I didn't know how that show was gonna go, but it wound up being good. And uh, yeah, afterwards, like we went out for um, like we, me and my the headliner got Korean barbecue before the show. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Chinese noodle soup after the show with uh, the guy who books the show and just knew where to go. And like I could have spent three. I was only there for a day, but I could have spent like three days just wandering around, just wandering around, getting yeah. lost, eating food. That's yeah. awesome. It's like a pretty like artsy ass city too. Like I, I, I think that it's um, it's kind of feels like boston but it's got the size of like a new york or a chicago wow but it's got sections that feel like alston it's got sections that feel like uh like brooklyn or something cool. damn that's cool too that you just went up for what 350 people show you said yeah for and they were just all all jewish people from what i could tell yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't card them i was gonna identify them but i thought it would bring up some uh bad memories so i was just like <laughs> No, I. They were all. They were all Jews. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I was gonna say how, you. How did I can't it? really remember your. You have some jokes about being religious. Oh, dude, I. Did you have to write more, or was it cool if you didn't do all Jewish material? No, I didn't do all Jewish material. I'm actually only half Jewish too, and it's the wrong side. It's my dad's how, side. How long did you do on on the set? Maybe like fifteen. You should have done. You should have done about seven and a half. <laughs> Well, I did 15, but then I cut off thir- two minutes at the end. Uh, you know, they don't actually give you the light. They give you the snip. The, the moil bite. The moil, the yeah. Moil bite, yeah they the moil bit you off yeah, two minutes short. They don't short. have a producer. They have a moil. And he just cuts <laughs> off your set. It's kind of tough. It's like it, it's, So it looks bigger. So it seems bigger, even though it doesn't. it's not as long. So you do 15, though. So I, Yeah, I, did, I was hosting. So I did yeah. 15. There was like... Maybe two or three guys in between, and then the headliner. So it was a long show, um, but yeah, I did material. I did my just jokes, and I just didn't mention that I'm half Jewish. Yeah, because I like have jokes about like Jewish holidays and some other stuff. But they're Canadian again, so they're like, you know, they're um, they're pretty big stoners in Canada. So I did like weed I, jokes. Yeah. I did family jokes. Uh, so you know, it wasn't like when you got booked, they were like, "Cool, we love you." here's you know we need 15 minutes of jewish material yeah exactly yeah. yeah no so the headliner brought me and he was just like hey you're a good host come do some time and he was cool. like don't worry about doing like you don't have to do just jewish theme like cool they would like they they'd sure. probably want it to be as much jewish material as possible but like, but like it didn't that's have not to be. yeah exactly and they laughed at the non-jewish that's stuff cool. so it was it was cool you still doing uh the deck joke oh you know what's funny is I'm I'm not at the moment, but I'm working on like bringing it back. I had such a good joke. Thanks, dude. And I think Thank it's you. such a 
an interesting situation that not a lot of people have been in. Yeah, sure. Is it cool if we? Oh yeah, sure. It's just because like, you guys are still tight, right? Yeah, hundred. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, I just I have a joke about a my first my first relationship, which was like a young like middle school slash high school little brief time, but it was related. And then uh, that person is trans, so he is now living as a trans man. He's got a girlfriend and everything, but we're still good friends. But it was a joke about that. Um, and it was just a joke about like people thinking I somehow influenced him to transition, which would be like saying I had a house with a deck, and then he saw and built a deck on his house. And you understand it's a it's a big long ass dick joke. It's such a good. <laughs> there were so many tags that kept being like, oh my god, there's another dick joke. That's smart. There's Thank another you. one. There's another one. There's another one. That was like my closer for a while. I was actually was a little so shy good, about the joke. I wish I wasn't as much here because it was good, but I was like. You know, I, I was a little sensitive to like, should I be telling the joke? Um, and now I live in Brooklyn, which like is a lot of people are very intentional yeah. with like talking with life experience. So I, I want to bring it back. It's funny. I actually know a trans comic who has a joke kind of similar mm. and she's never seen my joke because I wasn't doing it. And then yeah. I, I talked to her about it and we compared it and we're like, that's not the same thing. And she was like, you do yours. Like, cause yeah, I probably it's also different perspectives. Mine. Yeah, for know? sure. But in like, it's funny. Cause like in that like scenario, I was like, well, you clearly have ownership of this <laughs> over me. Like I don't get to like really art. So if she had been like, no dude, I like, I'm going to, but she yeah, was like, no, no, you the, do yeah. yours and I'll do mine. And it's cool. Um, so I am one. I do want to bring it back, but it's definitely like you have to. It's touchy. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm. I'm not the type of person who's like. I'm not. Uh, you know, I'm not like an edgy comedian. Well, that's really. what I, I so was, like was thinking exactly is that what I remember the joke at least it comes only from the place of like you express. It's you're not making right, right, right. fun of them. Yeah. You're completely on their side it's not it, it's literally putting the people who say shit to you down it's yeah. like well you're an idiot because it's like it's just this comparison yes. it's like a everybody you know i think deck. that yeah exactly i think it's it's like it's 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 a dick joke it's just like a, yeah. a couched in a very serious topic which exactly is why i which is why it's funny like you know I, it's more about the people who don't no trans people and say strange things to you <laughs> about because it's like it's not like I actually think it's funny like as a non-trans person my friend transitioned so my ex slash friend I like calling him my ex because people do get like weirded out by it <laughs> because they're like I didn't hear gay and then they meet him and they're like oh okay I got you. and I'm like yeah I'm straight and then this is but um you know, I this happened pretty early on. Like he started to transition like in You've activated my yeah, trap yes. card. You've activated my trap card. <laughs> Woke denial. Boom. <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah, it, it it's just I, it didn't I, this is not like a oh, I knew it before it was cool, but like he transitioned a little bit before like I think the Zeitgeist of America mm. had its eyes on trans yeah. uh trans issues and like the trans experience. So like I actually got some of this a little bit before some people like like the concept of making sure you're using the right yeah. pronouns and all this stuff so it did kind of feel like i under 
do it a little more. And then people were talking about it. And I thought, I was like, oh, didn't we already all go through this? And I was like, oh, no, I just personally already went Oh, wait, went that's right. Not this. everyone's first girlfriend becomes a good <laughs> right, male right, friend right. of yours yeah. later on. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's not a, a traditional, right. God, no, okay. I was like, oh, this didn't happen to everybody. Yeah, not everyone like, is on you. It's like how everyone has a gay friend, which I guess everyone doesn't at this also. Point. Now that I've, yeah. At this point, yeah, probably, at this point, probably yeah, the sure. numbers hopefully would be more than less because that's right, that right. blows my mind if that's still in it. Anyway, that's, yeah, that's a whole I guess it depends can where, but, of worms. Um, yeah, man, but I think it's just like it's a good jo- and like the longer you do comedy, the more you're like, all right, I just can like ch- like come from this way and people will yeah, know what it's, it's about. So yeah, we're all right. So you guys were not dating when he realized. Oh boy! No, this is mm-hmm. so. No, because he started dating women. He's bef- before he transitioned. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, you know, first then, first step. Maybe this is where uh-huh, I'm yeah. gonna. Nope, that still wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Nope, took, still yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was on the uh, the seven step transition this plan. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my one of my buddies is kind of in a similar situation right now where mm-hmm. he was with someone realized not comfortable in the skin that whatever deity gave me (laughs) yeah i'm gonna do what i can to fix this Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of why i was so he killed people and stole their skin (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's exactly that's exactly what i mean you are from upper upstate new york danny buffalo bill (laughs) you know so it wasn't during the relationship but it was like, yeah, it was like significantly after. Oh, it was significantly. Okay. Yeah. So and it was also like a, a relationship that was like a very early, like, like early teens. You know what I mean? Mm. It was not one that like, like going to the movies and holding hands type of relationship. You know what I mean? Though. And that's still like, did you like, just totally blunt quite, did you just like have zero things to look inward and be like, Wow, I have to pro- like I don't have to process this at all. Oh yeah, no, I didn't have to do shit. That's cool. Yeah, it was easy. I was fine. Yeah, I was cool with it. That's that's really cool. Yeah, then, was... because I I kind of feel like again the majority of people would be like this is an interesting situation that I feel like I have to look more into for I, myself. I made I probably tried, but I didn't find it. But also yeah, again, at <laughs> yeah. the end of the day, it I wasn't looked, about you. I Danny, I looked and I found nothing. <laughs> I really I did. I tried. I was like, what can I find? What do I feel about? And I felt nothing, and I, I found looked, nothing, and, and I, I was found like, right. nothing. I was like, I'm gonna keep working at Bertucci's now and uh, <laughs> stealing the roles. My friend steals, helping my friend steal the roles. Um, yeah, I, I That's, think. I mean, that dude, good on you then for you know, like you said, this was before the the zeitgeist was was caught up. So the fact that you were just like, all right, cool, yeah, yeah let's let's whatever, I don't, let's chill. Yeah, I just, I didn't know, it didn't, like, maybe there was some, I probably, like, used the wrong pronouns a few times, but, like, other than that, I don't think there was much to, like, yeah figure out, it was just like, okay, cool, it's a it's a thing. And also, maybe even before all of it was such at the forefront, like, and we are just dumb kids, it's like, yeah, alright, that makes sense to me, you don't feel happy. Kind of, yeah. You I- want to be a boy what like that's fine that's like one of the that's <laughs> yeah. the fun, that is one of the funny thing is that you see like people are like oh my god like these teenagers they're transitioning at young ages how do people understand? it's like 
transition like transitioning gender is like not even in the top 10 weird ass things teenagers are doing in high school yeah you know what i mean like what's weirder that like your friend is like i maybe think like i'm more like a woman or that like someone comes in and is like like it's it felt it's like teenagers are just such messes i don't even know i was going to use an example and now I, I'm like, my, I where my brain went to is like imagine like, just like you've have you ever like walked into like a, again bodega or a supermarket or whatever and you just see like <laughs> like weird dances and shit yeah like, yeah what is happening i how I, do you that's a good example there's something deeper going on there i would rather have like if i had a child then sit down and be like hey i feel like i would be more comfortable like if i had a daughter it's like hey i feel like i'd be more comfortable if like we kind of treated me like a boy mm. i'd be like yeah that's cool if I would prefer that versus the kid being like, "Hey, I want to become TikTok famous and start doing dances." Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. No, dear we, God, we need please to, don't. We yeah. need to talk. Yeah, yeah. That's mental troubles. We can't help. Yeah. There's nothing that can I can do for that. If you get to that point with your kid, it's like, oh no, they've already failed. I think they all do that though. I think all of them. That's just yeah. like second nature is to like have a TikTok and like put stuff of yourself out there. I, so it seems. I mean, I have younger cousins who. They're like, they're like adults now, but like when in the air, like maybe even as much as like four to five years ago, Mm -hmm. when we would get together, they would all be on their phones, all of them together in the other room. And then like me and my siblings and some of my other cousins who were a little bit older would be like actually there. And like, they were all, all sharing, like talking talking and on phones. Yeah. Using the phones as like the phones were like how the social interaction was going on. And now it's not the same because they're a little bit older, but like definitely still somewhat, you know, it, I'm, I'm of the age where like, not that my people, my age don't use phones, but it was right before like Instagram. I, I, I cause I'm actually, so my girlfriend is about four, three or four years younger yeah. than me. And that is actually, that's not that long, but it is long in the sense of like in those four years, the inst- the social media yeah. situation changed so much a lot changed. like yeah she was getting you were myspace yeah 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 i was myspace when she was 15 and or i was myspace at 15 and she was like instagram at 15 yeah, or something that's crazy and i was i was more like facebook but yeah yeah my fi- like my, tail end of my, yes yeah. exactly and myspace and facebook they still felt like like the internet, you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah. They didn't feel like social media, like it this separate like, thing like in your phone. Personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. You went on your 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 computer, which was probably still a desktop, and like you mm. went onto your MySpace and you arranged your friends. It was like a website. Yeah, exactly. And then you had to in, code. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you like had Tom and all that dumb shit. <laughs> and then Facebook was kind of just like a better version of that. But then with like phones, and then Facebook became an app, and Instagram, it was like no, it's this like like forum that just follows you around at yeah, all times very, and then yeah. obviously tiktok very str- like it's it somehow ramped up a more personal version of something that was already cr- like people were already offering like remember like your address and phone number when you made your facebook it was like yo I'll put that in yeah, it's like, yeah what yeah. the fuck holy shit i forgot about yeah, that yeah and they somehow and your email you'd put yeah, your email and they on somehow there. made it even more intertwined in the tendrils of your life within like you know all the like pictures of mm-hmm. it just, it, 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 it's interesting it's yeah. a very interesting evolution yeah it's pretty like you get a network I, I always wonder what it would be like now like because again i don't have kids but like to really be like young 
Yeah. Because I remember being, I mean, you probably remember being like, when you are like in middle school, high school, and you have your little friend group, but then you go to classes and you don't have your friends, and you're sort of looking around like, God, I don't know any kids here. And there's like, you meet another kid. Yeah. And then you just like talk about like a shirt. And that's how you, you meet other people outside your network. And then, so it's like, then you go to lunch and you hang out with your friends. But oh, then there's that kid from that one class who you talked about the shirt. He's like your side friend. And then you talk to him. And then he, through you, talks to your friends. And that's just how like, that's just how like a little, like you have diverse network of people. But right. like, I think about now, if you're not in class with your friends, do you just whip out your phone and you're texting them all? Like the people you already know, you never get that like, oh, there's that other random friend, new friend yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, like you still have, like you, your network is so wide now that you don't ever actually have the kind like, of yeah you're never without a safety net really so you don't have to kind of put yourself out there and be like hey i like your shirt i also have that yeah totally you yeah. just you don't have to choose you don't have to like you have moments where you don't choose to talk to them like i'm getting texts right now i don't know who it is but it's someone right. like you know i stay in touch with those people all the time so like that little bit of I just I remember how much of like middle school and high school is just like I feel so awkward right now. I just need to like figure out how to make something happen. Yeah. And now I'm just wondering like would I have just been like texting all my friends like right. about what was going on or like on a, online like looking. I guess I'm just saying what everyone else says, which is just like where people aren't as like in the moment anymore. But with children, it's just so interesting to me. Because was, it's like the era of socialization. Because, well, yeah, because you touched on a good point where you were talking about how your class, like if you don't know anyone in your class, you it's sink or swim. Yeah. Where then you go into a class, let's say in September, you know nobody and you're like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Pretty soon, if you do find someone, you're like, you're looking forward to that class and you're like, oh, it's my seventh period friend. Yes, exactly. Yes. I, I yes, don't get yes. to see them except uh -huh. seventh period. Yeah. They're not in my typical friend group. I get to go see fucking Mike, like who, totally. you know, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that becomes like a, a haven for you mm -hmm. because in that crowd of people where you're like, I don't know anyone, one person stood out. And now you have a life raft and that's a really a life special connection. Yeah. That I mean, that's how you make friends. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it, even going back to like middle elementary school, that's how it happens. But like, it just keeps happening older and older you get. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you're like, like a music, you're a music guy, right? I like, yeah. Yeah. So I think about that a lot with music too. Cause you think like how much of your music did you get? Because like your friends kind of introduced it mm, to you I've, I've, and it was something yeah. you'd never heard before. But now you go like, I don't, I can just like go through down deeper rabbit holes that I choose myself. Like you don't need people to find art and music like that. So it's just, that's something where I'm kind of like, that maybe it's actually good for that for kids because you go like, oh, I'm a kid who I like this band. I can't find anyone else who likes it. So like. I'll go on the internet. And, yeah. Right. And, Instead yeah. of stopping to listen, stop. I'm not going to listen to them anymore. You go like, oh, I'm on the internet. Here's all these people. And like I also have these other weird tastes that I find on the internet. Yeah, that part is, to you know, is like, totally cool. Like you know? that part's great. Yeah. Um, and then though, you know, it, it would be cool. And, oh shit, there is one person in this crowd of a hundred that's wearing that weird yeah, band yeah. shirt. I should go talk to them. But then you go, yeah, and you're like, that you had to do it in real life, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the thing you're like a spectator online. Mm, yeah. I think about this a lot with comedy because like I'm in New York now and. You know, everyone in New York wants to 
get an Instagram fan base going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, with the, do, I mean the crowd work clip. Yeah, and I should be doing that more. I definitely need to post more jokes online. But like, I'm always so curious because like I do comedy now, so I can't look at comedy like unbiased. Mm. So I love talking to my friends who aren't comedians and look at Instagram comedy because I just think it's it's a weird way to to watch stand up, like a 50 second clip on a reel that comes after like a fishing video. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're yeah, flicking through you're and not, then it comes up on your not for the, you it's page. Not the setting. Yeah. I guess TikTok is the other. Like, it comes up on your, yeah, you don't search it. Yeah. Well, I guess you can search it, but, but either, but it, it like you could just be, yeah, like fishing, mm-hmm. uh, cooking, boxing, whatever, whatever crowd work interaction. Yeah. Yeah. And you might not be in the mood for it then a, B, it might not be the place. Sure. That, definitely <laughs> right? that. Yeah. Definitely that. So it, it is weird that I would say a lot of stand-up is being seen not during traditional stand-up out late. Like I would I would at bet, eight AM on the commute to yeah, work. At yeah, eight AM sure. on the commute to work or whatever, where it's like, yo, you ever have a threesome <laughs> yeah. before? Yeah, yeah, it's true. And like there's it's no true. there's no joke in it. You know, it's just like the crowd member saying something funny, and that's then people you know, we've talked about this a ton, but um, it, it's unfortunate that's that interesting how you're saying like 50 seconds you really only just get a blip and then you go see someone for 50 minutes yeah and you're like oh you are only better for 50 seconds yeah i think that's a challenge because if people consume you in that also do they want to see you for 50 minutes right yeah because they're like oh i'll follow this guy and watch his clips from like my couch you know me sure. and my, my girlfriend were like sitting here and instead of watching the new sex in the city i'll look around here's a oh that's funny yeah but then you go like oh well he's playing down the street or he's playing like wherever and you're like well i don't want to actually like go see him you know like this is free content yeah. i'm getting but like he's good from the couch not from the stage yeah so like the trick is not just to get people it's to have it be good enough that they would something would come of it or maybe it's not because i haven't done any of it so He's good from the, the couch, not, about, not from but... the crowd would have been better. But anyway, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, we are touching an hour. Oh, my God. We did more than an hour. Sorry about Sweet. that, buddy. Oh, good. Um, that means I get paid more. <laughs> yeah, there's more food out there for you. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to – there's one question I love to ask people. Uh, and since we were sort of talking about Canada before, Sam Buck – To the left. Le- what? <laughs> you saying what JFK's head did. <laughs> uh that's yeah go ahead <laughs> that's what i was saying yeah. <laughs> the grassy knoll yeah um sam buck was talking about a place up in canada that serves a meat he really wants to try because the question that i've asked a ton of people who do the episode the okay. podcast is if you could have one animal if you could eat one animal without the societal or legal consequences no judgment you know what would you want to try and sam's he said he was like right away he was like oh so horse is illegal in the united states but it's okay in canada yeah and he said that there's some place that is like famous for their horse tartar yeah so that's that was where I was, you know, I doubt you had horse tartare in Toronto. I did not have horse tartare <laughs> in Toronto, no. Uh no. my personal uh we've I think we've had panda. Panda. Uh 
I, so this, this question boils down to what animal do you hate the most? Uh, not even, but <laughs> I, I don't hate giraffes, but giraffes is my answer giraffes. because I just think that's a very, it would be a very lean, interesting tasting cut of meat okay. that, you know, based on their body proportions, what mm. the fuck is that gonna see? But if you, yeah, if you went to Africa and ate a giraffe, I wouldn't be like, you're, that's fucked up societally. I guess. All I right, think it totally is. is. <laughs> it totally yeah, is fucked is. up to eat a giraffe, man. All right, all right, fair <laughs> enough. Well, and then it's fucked up to, I guess, I don't know. Um, Damn, that's a pretty good question. Because the only reason I would not want to eat a dog. Right. I wouldn't want to eat a dog. Societally, you know what I mean? Yeah. But... They are around us all the time. It is man's best friend. They have been served in which one cuisines and it? cultures around the world. Yeah. If dog is your answer, it is accept. There is you know no judgment in this room. I would want to eat a hippo. We've ha- that's dude. Crazy. I feel like people, a hippo. We've would had be hippo good. before. Yeah, you have. Not, no, not like eating it. Oh, but I meant like people said have said hippo. Yeah, I would say hippo, and then maybe closely. Uh, I don't know if people eat capybara. But for some reason, mm. I look at a capybara and I'm like, that feels to me like it can't be that different to to cow. Yeah, I was gonna say like a, a juicy cut of steak. Yeah, it's like, like a- it seems like it's got a, it seems bovine <laughs> somehow. It's just like bovine in hair. Give like it's just cap- like a hairy ass. Give me that ha- capybara hind quarter. <laughs> yeah, like if you gave me a capybara like ragu, I think if you'd offer it, like I would eat that. I don't see why not. Capybara ragu. Yeah, I would eat some capybara ragu. That's, I think that's right. it. It's sounds a, it sounds good. You know, it's it's a chunky little animal. I bet it's fatty and delicious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, your real answer is human. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. That's a joke. It, hey, we are an animal. Uh, nobody has said it yet, and I was thinking about it, but I was like, no, I don't want to do. That. I read all. Of, I read a little bit of this on an old episode. I'll flip you the page, but there's a cool passage in that book about uh cannibalism oh really yeah and how it's again any you know may i borrow this yeah sure absolutely (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh buddy thank you to the moon for coming over where uh do you have anything fun coming up thanks for having me uh you're gonna be in boston a time i am gonna be in boston so yeah i'm gonna by the time this gets out i don't have anything booked ahead but i'm i'm gonna be trying yeah i was gonna say tomorrow oh okay uh yeah, not much on the docket just yet, but just follow me on Instagram because yeah. I'll post all the show dates cool. there. I'll put that link for sure, man. Yeah, just at Jeff Medoff. Thanks, Thanks buddy. Danny. Dude, great time. Dude. Uh, and follow Dinner at Your Place as well. If you came from the recent influx of followers we got, thanks for hanging out. Uh, love yous. Bye. Bye.